What's up guys? Today is February 19th, 2018 and this is Sarai Darbondi, your host of the Spirit of Aya podcast. And it's been an interesting weekend. Um, The energies are super strange. Uh, I think we, I don't know, there's like a lunar eclipse on the 15th and I've been feeling it. I don't know about you. Um, some new things that are happening i have officially started a youtube in conjunction with this podcast so you can find it at spirit of aya on youtube um if you follow my facebook or my instagram i will also be posting the information on there as well um we are expanding um I have kind of, uh, yeah, the last thing I need to add is a blog, so I need to start actually writing the content for all of this, Um, but then we'll be a fully functioning social media takeover, Um, and anyone who's doing this podcast plus everything else is pretty much a full-time job, (laughs) Um, especially when you're a a one-woman team at this point, but my my vision uh for the spirit of aya is to expand in an all-encompassing um pretty much a obsessed company with ayahuasca and um i have a lot of um a lot of dreams for it so um one day at a time though right so today's podcast is all about um preparation And if we have time, we'll get into integration, but preparation. And this time it's a little different because um, I watched, we have done preparation on here before. um, And I would have to say preparation techniques can continue to expand. And as you move along in your practice with ayahuasca, or if it's your first time or whatever, um, especially as it integrates into the Western culture, there's off, there's going to be a lot of, um, different preparation techniques. So preparation is exactly what it sounds like, which is to prepare, um, for the ayahuasca ceremony, the ayahuasca journey. And, um, you know, I was watching this episode, which I really recommend on, it's called psychedelic psychedelicas, um, on that Gaia that Gaia um, channel. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. They heavily advertise on Facebook, but it's spelled G-A-I-A. And actually, if you sign up, you get your first month free. So you could sign up on there and watch this and then (laughs) never subscribe to them again, or you can continue. So they actually had a episode on ayahuasca that is extremely accurate and informative. I must say I've seen a lot of psychedelic documentaries and this one takes you into the jungle, into um, it, it goes over maestros and maestras, the Shipibo people, the making of ayahuasca, the guy who narrates it really talks about exactly how it works. So I highly recommend that. Um, once again, that's on Gaia, G-A-I-A dot com. And like I said, you can subscribe to them and just walk away because the first month's free. And it's under the Psychedelicas and it's Ayahuasca, in- our journey to the infinite. Just, it was really inspiring as, um, as I continue to think about how we're going to put the trailer together. And I really think that... This is, I, I just got chill saying it. I mean, this is, that that episode really was 
exactly how I see the documentary going, just in a more expansive version and following people in the Western culture rather than taking it to the uh, the uh, Peruvian indigenous way. And anyway, so one of the things that they talk about in there later on in the documentary is dieta. And I don't think I realized how serious this dieta is, which uh, the word dieta means diet. You know, we hear it all the time in Western culture, but this, this is different. I'm not talking like, hey, 30 days of shakes. This is like a serious spiritual plant connection. You eat plants for a long time. And not only do you eat them, but you get to know them and you take on the intelligence of the plant and the plant begins to get to know you and sends you messages. And this sounds really crazy, doesn't it? Because this has nothing to do with actually taking psychedelics, right? (laughs) But if you're listening to my words, you're like, what? You might be thinking like, what? Has the psychedelic journey already began? But um, this is, So this is all under the philosophy that plants are intelligent and they can teach us things. But, you know, that's quite impossible here in the Western world. Because if you think about the people who are practicing diet, they're in the middle of the rainforest, no fucking cell phones, no crazy eight to five, no getting in your car being nested. I don't even know what I was about to say. disconnected from the earth you know like it is their job their journey to sit and be still and get to know this plant you know and this is aside from the strict requirements of no sugar no salt no preservatives I mean you're eating whole foods you know um all natural like no additives all this stuff and that way, and, and they talk about how that in itself is to help somebody transform their body at the, at the cellular level, which I'm, after watching that, like, I had like some pretty strange dreams last night. Like I had dreams about, I don't know, like how, if I don't change the, what I put into my body, like, dude, things are not going to look good for me. So I believe in synchronicity and I think I saw this episode for a reason. I was like, dude, I need to really figure out a plant-based thing for my life so I can like, and it's, it's not even about my body image. It's more like, how can I be more connected with myself spiritually and feel better about myself? So, um, yeah, if you have any tips on that, let me know. I know there's a lot of vegan podcasters on here. Feel free to call me in and let me know what's up because uh, I have some, I got my work cut out for me. But anyway, so the dieta includes this clean, you know, this cleanliness of, of eating, but also choosing a plant to be your teacher. So you're consuming it and the intelligence is entering you, you know, and you're, um, it's, you're creating this relationship with it. And it's said that when even when the Icaros, you know, that they sing the songs, the medicine songs, like, you know, the, the, the plants are teaching them what to sing and what the wisdom is, 
you know, they're listening to that relationship and it's guiding them. So really in this culture, like the plants are at like, um, we surrendering to the plant and, um, and so you do this way before journey, way before sitting with mother, you know, um, and you can actually probably just take on the dieta without the ayahuasca ceremony for a while. So you can transform yourself and then sit with mother. And I can't imagine what that would do for you. Um, the other thing about this fantastic episode, guys, it was just really like so great. It finally put words to what I've been wanting to say. And, you know, I'm a psychotherapist or a therapist or a healer, whatever you want to say, say, but you know, in the Western world, we call it psychotherapist. And I loved how this one gentleman really framed ayahuasca as this this plant this tea this drink that has a spirit of almost like you know it's it's psychotherapy it really is because it puts all your you know excuse my words but bullshit in front of you helps you detach from it and you basically have to work through your stuff and it's so fantastic because i think in a way you know, um, there, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of barriers in therapy. There's a lot of ego defenses and it's, I'm a big proponent of it. At the same time, I just think how wonderful would it be to have this extra layer of healing for people that's way beyond, you know, we are so egotistical, you know, that's why we're here, (laughs) you know, to break down this ego, to, to absolutely surrender it over and over again minute by minute right and this plant doesn't have an ego you know this plant like wants you to heal wants you to ascend it's here to help you and and you know that's uh it's pretty it's pretty magical when you think about it so um anyway so Yes, the uh, so this preparation technique that I'm talking about is like, you know, the dieta, like getting right with food prior to ceremony, getting getting not just right with food, but like, you know, becoming conscious of what you're doing to your body. I think it's hard to do that in our culture. Um, just after watching that last night, I just like, I really feel... I've been vegan before and I'm 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 going at it again but I think I'm going it in a different way. I really think I want to do raw vegan this time. Um and you know I just think there's a lot of stigma even around being raw vegan because I think a lot of um one of my friends calls the the word like elite vegans like they kind of like you know, no one needs to food shame. We don't need to food shame, you know. Um, there's nothing wrong with what anyone's doing. It's not good or bad. I just think the word or the language, I'm all about language and how, how we say things. And, you know, because that has everything to do with, like, empathetic communication. And um, I just think it's about becoming more conscious. Like, if we realize that we are made up of millions of cells and these cells are craving life you know and i have to say a lot of the things that i put in my mouth sometimes do not give me life 
you know, they're probably taking away from it. And that's a big deal for me to admit. So I was a bodybuilder for years and like, you know, um, there's a big, uh, stress on macronutrients rather than micronutrients. And I don't know, like the more I think about it, I'm like, I don't think I was eating a lot of life. Um, and so today I started my day with like, uh, all organic smoothie and coffee. I'm like, great, I have nutrients, antioxidants, let's do this. So I keep going back to that. (laughs) It's because I'm really big on it. But anyway, so the preparation technique is all about just getting, you know, getting right with, getting conscious, you know, sorry, I didn't mean to say it right, but getting conscious with what we're putting in our bodies. Are we putting life in our bodies or are we putting I hate to say it, but we're putting death in our bodies, you know, and it's just, um, so I guess this is kind of like a challenge. Like if you are on this journey with ayahuasca, like this is a, this is a call for a challenge, like, you know, 30 days. I, you know what? This is great. 30 days. Like, cause this is going to motivate me. You know, if we can do this together, then we could do anything, but 30 days of raw vegan, you know, um, I don't know how to do it, but you know who does? That fully raw Christina girl. She's like the shit. She's like, that girl is so fucking beautiful. Like, and whoever does her videography, like, oh my God. So yeah, I'm just gonna like advertise her while I'm at it. And and, like, I think, yeah, I think that's what will motivate me to get right um, with my consciousness, with what I'm putting in my body. And it's a fantastic preparation technique going into ceremony. So you can surrender and receive mother's intelligence. You know, that is why I love this practice is that it's so integrative. You know, anytime you ever talk about ayahuasca, you also talk about dieta, you talk about yoga, you talk about meditation, you talk about integration, you talk about community. I'm like getting almost tearful just talking about it because this community, this culture really can, um, help a lot of people. So, um, I think I'm going to label, um, today's, uh, uh, podcast dieta, you know, and a call for 30 day vegan challenge. And I'll kind of just put that on there. And, um, I am, I'm going to do you guys an oracle card. You know me. I always do an oracle reading unless I forget, which has happened a couple times, but, um, I'm interviewing today. My really good friend of I, he has never sat with mother, never, just never, but this guy is going to eventually do an ayahuasca journey. So I'm super stoked for him. I'm super excited. And, um, the documentary is coming along really well in terms it's coming along great in terms of, um, us capturing, you know, footage. The one thing that I'm struggling with is getting all this footage to be edited and put together, which, um, it, you know, it's all part of the journey, but, um, I'm putting out to the universe that by the end of this week, I will figure out a way how to edit this thing. Um, because my laptop is super slow. I do cannot put editing software on it because this thing is way too out of date. Um, but anyway, so I'm using the Psychic Tarot for the heart. 
So I'll just go ahead and shuffle this up. I'm gonna do one card. And so just so you guys know, I started doing live readings every Sunday um, on my other uh, on the other thing that I do. Um, so you're always more than welcome to join me on my Instagram, Center for Integrative Healing. Uh, underscore center for integrative healing underscore and at this time I haven't really chosen an exact time that I'll do it because um, I just started um, I kind of am fly by the seat of my pants kind of girl but I was also thinking um, yeah videotaping it and posting it and then maybe people can comment below that's also something else I'd like to do so anyway I'm just gonna go ahead and Hard for us. So okay. Interesting. 18 is the number. And it is a person looking in the mirror. And they're looking at them shadow their shadow self. And the word is confront. So this is a pretty big deal. My guess is that we got some work to do. Um which is why we're here, right? So Keywords are fear, question, explore, courage, illusion, clarity. Introspection and clarity are important at this time. Feelings that have lain dormant are now coming to the surface. They have been a part of your subconscious for some time. They're referred to as your shadow and represent all of your fears and delusions regarding the matters of the heart. You may have concerns about examining these issues, but know that when an issue rises to the surface, it's ready to be faced and healed. Have the courage to acknowledge and confront these newly emerging feelings. Look at them from all sides and try to determine where they first came from. When and how were they planted in your subconscious? Question the validity of these feelings. Often they were based on your childhood imagination and are no more than illusions. They're not appropriate for your adult relationships, yet they persist. They're not based on reality, but their powerful influences can affect your relationships in major ways. They can prevent a romantic relationship from manifesting. Have the courage to explore your beliefs and misconceptions about love. You may find these emerging feelings are based not only on your limited perceptions, but also on what you actually saw or experienced as a child. Know that whatever your reality was then, it does not have to be your reality now. You are no longer that person. Examine these feelings and gain clarity on who you are and what it is true for you regarding your relationships. Affirmation. I examine my feelings about relationships and release what is no longer my truth. Traditional tarot archetype, the moon. So this is really interesting in terms of, I think everyone has something from their childhood that ends up in friendships or romantic relationships or even business relationships, you know, whatever it is. And I think one of the most, the thing that's coming through for me is vulnerability and safety and courage to speak about this stuff. You know, if you know, like what is holding you back in relationships, that's great. If you can't talk about it, that's really not your fault because you probably either grew up in a family where it wasn't okay to talk about it we grew up in a society where we're, we feel like we're not allowed to talk about it there's so many things around that but if you can get down to the level where you can be authentic and tell your friend or your partner like what's going on i feel like that can be the most 
healing thing ever because although the card says it's an illusion i mean it's really not an illusion to the person um it, it can be very real for the person in fact and i think if we can put words to our experiences and communicate them then you know a lot of things can happen for all of us you know um we might not always like when another person communicates to us but at least we're being honest you know and realizing oh you know it's just it's really hard like right now um i'm uh, i'm with my twin flame and it's super interesting for us to get really real with each other and uh, like for us to give each other the space we need to figure our stuff out but i must say that if neither one of us were communicating our needs our wants our desires our fears like we would both be met with absolute ego defenses and um you know there's there's an amount of empathy and understanding that is needed to really cultivate a long-lasting friendship um if we you know i feel like there's this attitude sometimes like well you know if you have negative vibes like you know don't come around and like i think sometimes negative vibes like are confused for people with real feelings and people not wanting to quote unquote deal with them and that's that is like a weird thing in our culture um so you know like i said vulnerability courage safety our ability to be authentic with people is so important because we all have a soul and we most all have an ego and we all have a childhood and a past and even though it might not be like happening anymore it's sometimes happening or feels like it's happening to people so anyways that is the reading for today and yes 30-day raw vegan challenge please join me i need your support so bad and i will see you guys back here tomorrow on february 20th 2018 i am turning 30 in about five days and i want to live a long healthy life and i want to continue this mission so um it's a big deal for me to be coming up on 30 i think there was a point in my life several times where i never thought i would see this age so i thank you guys so much hope you have a great day um and i'll see you guys back here tomorrow